Hello. Today we're talking about a social media platform that I have a love-hate relationship with. This is part three in our marketing series. And today we're talking Instagram. Welcome to the Wacky Teacherpreneurs Podcast. Your hosts, Jess and Amanda, have been friends and teacherpreneurs for years. Along with their successes, they've had lots of failures, foibles, and fumbles. And now, they're here to share it all with you. Stay tuned for some funny times and awesome business insights. Let's go behind the scenes of their teacher businesses now. Raw. Unfiltered. Real. Let's get started. All right. So let me just explain why I have a love-hate relationship with Instagram. When I first started Instagram, I don't know how many years ago. How many years ago was Instagram first a thing, Jess? Maybe like 10, 7, 8. I think it was more like 7. I don't know. We could Google it. We could. It doesn't matter. It's around. It's a thing, right? Uh, And I... It was all a popularity contest. It was all about followers and getting thousands and thousands and thousands of followers in my own mind. And I think it was like that for a lot of people. I think it still is for a lot of people. That number just really brings a shadow (laughs) into the world of social media for me, the, the number of followers. And you know, I know in my mind that that number is not what I need to pay attention to because the people behind that number are the what I need to pay attention to. Those are actual people who saw something that I posted and liked it and actually took steps to follow me. And so any number of followers, I need to remember to be grateful for. And I, so that's the dark shadow of social media, right? And, um, and also it's important to something that's really helped me um, get back on Instagram because I really shunned it for a very long time because I was so frustrated with not getting enough followers. Um, but one thing that's helped me, I just posted on Instagram today, is that um, the purpose behind posting on Instagram is to build a, an awareness around my my business, my my website, my brand, to build relationships with people that are on the platform. So and building my like, know, and trust factor among my audience. And qualifying myself as an expert when it comes to teaching, reading, and writing. And now I'm blossoming into someone who uh, is sharing about social justice in education and equity in education. I've just written a six-part series about how to rethink many things we're doing in education with equity in mind. So those are my purposes. And I feel like I have a whiteboard in front of me writing that down and not being tied to having to post a certain number every week 
because sometimes I just need a break. So that's how I've gotten over my love-hate relationship with Instagram. And Jess, you've said very little. What's your relationship with Instagram? Well, I think I have a love-hate relationship with Instagram too. I think everyone does kind of because, I mean, social media in general, we're, we're, we're addicted to getting instant feedback on different parts of our lives. And is that really normal to just do something normal in your life? You put it on social media and then you have an audience of people either giving you like a thumbs up or ignoring you or even worse, criticizing you. So it's, it is a really weird world. And I do like your perspective of you have to imagine that no matter how many likes or followers you have or comments you get on a picture, like imagine all of those people in a room with you. So say you get six likes on something that you've put out into the world. Well, imagine those six people hanging out with you at a coffee shop. They have worlds of experience. They're real people. They have a lot of expertise and knowledge that you could benefit from and you're helping them in some way or else they wouldn't have liked your your post, right? And uh, that's kind of, that's where I keep having to retrain. Every time I get down about social media, I'm like, okay, imagine the people that do follow you, the people that do comment send you messages, the people you've met in real life, like Amanda, imagine all of those people that you really like in a room with you right now. And it's pretty powerful. It is pretty powerful. And the weirdest thing about social media is I have like a, I guess they would call it a small to medium sized platform. And where I do have tens of thousands of followers, but it always feels bad because there's always people that have way more followers than you do. Always, no matter where you're at, you could have a hundred thousand followers and somebody's going to have 200,000 in your same niche doing the same things that you do, that they may even look the same way you do and teach the same way or, you know, market the same sort of ideas to the world as you do. And for some reason, the algorithm promoted them over you and they got an influx of followers and it just that's that's I think the hate relationship is that no matter what the number is by your name you always notice people that have a higher number and it gets really unhealthy and weird to be fixated on a number all day a number that's on a little box in your hand (laughs) literally means nothing like on your deathbed you are not going to be thinking about this number (laughs) but it means so much in the moment you're like look at my number oh no so and so has this other number and it's just so it's all made up it's all made up and it means nothing I don't think it means anything when it comes to your real life and what you're going to remember at the end of your life. It's just not very important, but it's hard. Sometimes you can get fixated on it. So I too have a love hate relationship with it. Even though I've had some people look at my 
Instagram number and say, oh, that's that's pretty impressive. All I see is failure constantly. I've been losing thousands of followers for the last three years. My number has not gone up. It's been going down consistently every single month, down, down, down like a toilet swirl. <laughs> but I do try to, when I get down on myself, I try to remember the connections I've made And I try to remember, I think what you're going to talk about next is like what to keep in mind with marketing, because it's not about, it's not about popularity or the number or the weird social networks that are going on behind the scenes. It is about trying to market, right? It's about trying to market. And so that's why I can't wait to hear your little reminders here that we have. They're not little, they're big. Yeah, because sometimes I feel like I'm wasting my time, you know, like posting on Instagram because it does take some time, you know, I think maybe 15, 20 minutes for me. And that might be even a lot. Some people might be able to crank out a post in a minute. I'm curious how long it takes you to post on Instagram. Um, how, How long does it take you to post on Instagram? If I... If I time myself, I would just upset myself because I do tend to refilm stories and I always want to have captions and then I want the captions to be perfect. So I go through and like read the captions and it probably takes me a lot longer than I care to admit, at least a half an hour a day, if not more. Yeah. And and that's a lot. I mean, so I think it's important to kind of I mean, unless you're enjoying yourself and I mean, and I am, I, I, I feel like I'm definitely enjoying TikTok. TikTok is fun. Um, and then when I'm on TikTok, it inspires what I could put on Instagram. And, uh, and so I, I think it's really, really important to have fun on the app if you're going to spend that much time on it and like enjoy yourself. Um, but also always have a call to action, some sort of call to action. And it's funny I'm saying this because I just posted a reel and all I'm doing is reels now. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, And I did not have a call to action. It was just, well, I did have a call to action. It was stop calling students lazy and be mindful when you think that thought. So my call to action was really like an action that a teacher would take in their classroom But other calls to action might be go visit this blog post or tell me what you think in the comments or give me a like if you agree, things like that. So having a call to action, because then that makes your or share this with someone, it makes maybe the post more have more meat, have more hooks in it, right? Not just disappear into the world of the crazy, weird ether shadow world of (laughs) social media I don't know I don't know what I'm talking about Uh, just shut me up now I like shadow world so you had me with that stranger things very game game of thronesy when you say shadow worlds (laughs) yeah I like it yeah I agree call to actions are great keeping in mind that every post you make you're building awareness of you and what you are trying to do with your life, which is you said that 
you didn't have a call to action really, but you were trying to get people to sort of think about a movement, right? A movement of being more positive when we're thinking about our students or when we're talking about them. That is a true movement in education. So that is a, I do think that's a call to action. And I I see on your, I see the next thing on the list is that when you're posting more and more about these things, it does qualify you as an expert. It can be kind of frustrating sometimes because you'll, you will see other people that have your same message and they will just sort of rise to stardom, right? They get some sort of viral post and it qual it does qualify you. You get a viral post and maybe it's something someone's done a thousand times in a thousand different ways. And it's just the way you put it out into the world that could catch on like wildfire. And it does really help to open a lot of doors for you. You might as well try it, especially if you can get it down to just a few minutes a day where you're just trying something out. I do think it's still beneficial, just like what you're doing on TikTok. You never know when you're going to to light that match that changes everything. And I've seen it happen so many times for so many people. Why not give it a shot? And at the very least, you know, like you said, you're qualifying yourself as an expert. Well, and it's not required. I want to say that too, like that being on social media is not required to be an online digital entrepreneur. There are a lot of gurus, actually, social media gurus. I mean, I guess they're not on social media because they have such a huge following already. But there are people out there that, you know, you've never even heard of that are making tons of money on social media or sorry, on teachers pay teachers, and they don't even have an Instagram account, you know, or they don't even have a TikTok account. Um, And so I don't know, that's something that I always keep in mind that social media is just kind of a fun way to connect with my audience. Um, And it's not the foundation of my business, but it could be for some people. Like I know teachers pay teacher sellers and people out there who Instagram is the foundation of their, their business. And it is where they get all the traffic to their website. So I'm not, I'm not saying that's not an option either. It's just, you know, let's respect the diversity of you know, entrepreneurs out there and like the different ways that they are going about making money. It's not required to be on social media. Yes, definitely. I do agree with that because I know most of the TPT sellers I've been following for a decade, they're, they don't do anything on social media and they're like top TPT sellers. So, but I, how I see it is it's a digital business card. I remember when I was a kid, my dad owned a bunch of random businesses and every single business, he had like a new business card printed up and he'd always keep them in his little pocket on his chest (laughs) and he'd whip out a business card every time he saw one of his old friends or he met a new friend or he'd run into someone at the grocery store, he'd whip out his little business card. And now it's like we have these free business cards. That's I always remind myself going on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, it's free. It's a free business card for you to whip out when you're feeling creative and when you're in the mood. You just can't let your numbers or engagement or your insights button, whatever little whatever little thing kind of catches your eye, don't let it, don't let it 
distract you from your overall mission, your goal, your your big pie in the sky that you see for your business. It's just it's just a business card that you can put out into the world. And some business cards they get thrown in the trash. Some business cards get ripped up into a million little pieces. <laughs> and then some are like, "Oh, I really need something." So they take the business card out and they actually use it. That could be like a popular post right? A popular post that gets saved or someone remembers you from something that you did. And then they go to your store, your website, and they, they remember you. So it's just a little, like a little breadcrumb of a business card to leave out into the world. I think it's still worth putting your time into, but definitely don't let it break your spirits. Yeah. Well, and speaking of that, the post that I just put on TikTok and Instagram, I'm planning on embedding into a blog post. So you can embed blog posts. You're looking very Halloween-y. Are you one of those people that does Halloween like two months before it's even October? Yes. <laughs> Have you not even looked at my reels lately? They're all my new Halloween products for whimsical crafties. September. I made a, bu- I made a bunch of ghost signs and stuff and it's you sh- you got to see my latest reel. It's really funny. I pretended like ghosts were flying over my head and yeah. That's I think that's both of us like on social media just like to have fun and be funny. Um yeah. Uh well September is my birthday month so it pisses me off when everyone skips September. <laughs> I totally forgot about your birthday again. When's your birthday? Or wait, it's can, next wanna... Saturday. Next Saturday? Yeah, I'm turning Stop. 40. Oh, yeah. Okay, I guess I kind of did remember that, but not this Saturday. September 24th, Amanda Werner turns 40. I'm excited. I've heard the 40s so are so old. Awesome. Wow. I can't believe it. Okay. So old. I feel wise. I'm a wise angel. See? Okay. Um, let's get back to Instagram. So you had some trends or some things to try on Instagram, some ideas, inspiration for like things we can post. And you've also said to me some things about reels versus posts. You want to share some of that? Yeah, everybody is going, they're switching from a regular static post, which would mean one picture. They're either doing reels or the carousel posts. So that's where you would make one post, but you link five photos because those photos will keep showing up in people's feed again and again, but different photos will show up and you never know which one will resonate with the people. Um, But most people are just spending time on reels now because that is what Instagram is promoting and you just get a much wider reach. I was just looking at my own my own Instagram um, and just kind of seeing what I've posted lately. And I looked at last night, I went outside, I sit on my front porch and I made all these really ridiculous videos. A couple of people wrote me and said, what do your neighbors think of you doing that? (laughs) (laughs) That's what people said after they watched my reels. They actually wrote me and said that they felt embarrassed for me because I just set up a tripod <laughs> right on my my front porch and I just did all these crazy dances and it was I felt it was funny. It was a hit. And then I put it to this corn song, like not the band, but like that kid who eats corn. Do you know what I mean? The kid no. who's eating corn. Oh, you gotta look it up. You're gonna love it. 
anyway it's a new song about corn and it's really popular and i'm looking at it and i felt kind of sad because only 20 people or so liked my video and i was like oh boy that is not very good for me but i'm looking at 20 i've gotten 2500 views 2500 views now on my stories which have been a little little slow lately i've gotten about a thousand and all i did is reposted the reel so i found out this is sort of a hot new trend for Instagrammers is they make a reel and they're not even talking on their stories anymore. They just make the reel, post the reel, and then they instantly go and post it to their stories. And then they make might make a few stories with links or something, but they're not talking anymore. They're not talking, not making face-to-face stories anymore. They're just making a reel, posting the reel. So on my Instagram here, like this reel was bad because my reel before that I had 16,000 views. So the one I posted before this one that I made last night on my front porch, 16,000. Last night, 2,500. But if I'm looking at it compared to my stories, my stories, I got 1,100 views last night on this story. So I'm looking now at this goofy thing that I made on my front porch. People were laughing at me. I've already gotten about 4,000 eyes on it. Just just for fooling around my phone for a few minutes. And I didn't even make that any other stories. I just posted little clips from that reel on my stories. So I just like, I didn't want to do any extra work. So I just kept posting little clips from the reel and I made three stories out of it, like where I just edited it and I made it like, okay, this one's going to be eight seconds. I'm going to upload this one. This is going to be four seconds. And I just set silly music typed out some captions and I'm done. So that's what I found out that people are doing now is they're not really spending time on stories or posts. They're just making reels and then putting them on their stories. And some people post every reel twice. That's another big tip I've learned is post it once. You'll get a ton of views, but if you post it again, you confuse the algorithm and you'll keep getting views, but from different people because they think it's a totally different video. So they'll market it to different people. So that's kind of another, I've never done it. It feels weird to do we, that, yeah. but I do know people that do it. Wouldn't, wouldn't that mess up the way your feed looks? Like, does that matter the way that your feed looks anymore? I don't think people care. And you can hide a reel on your feed. You can click a button and hide it. So people are posting two and they don't, I've seen some profiles that just like double, 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 because people aren't going to feeds anymore. They're just looking for the videos, the reels. They're flipping through like TikTok. So, and then I'm looking at my last post. So let's compare this to the last picture I posted. So the last picture I posted, 3,000 people saw it. So already, and I and I had 133 people engaged with the photo. So that's not that bad. I mean, around 3,000, I still got 1,000 more views from the real and story combo than I did from just the pictures. I did post that picture in my stories. So... I don't know. It just, it seems to be working a little bit better. If you're looking at total views, that's people's eyes on what you're trying to sell. And I think that's really important. Well, and also I like stories cause you can put a link. Like, did you link your craft? Cause you I were did. showing a craft yeah. in your. Yeah, it was, I did so many funny things. So first I did the reel and it's all about corn. 
but it's about like there's a funny thing about this kid who loves corn right now and he just he starts just he's probably in first or second grade and he's eating corn and he just starts gushing about how much he loves <laughs> corn and it's gone viral the the it's like oh, 60 million 60 million people have watched this video right and he, the the kid has become the ambassador of corn in South Dakota now oh my god like, He's got, and he also got a music video about corn and they're talking about making him a movie all about corn. He went to Chipotle, he did a commercial for them and he ordered a bowl just full of corn. So he's just obsessed with corn. And the way he goes off about corn is it's just the most passionate thing you've ever seen in your life. I can't Wait, is it this kid? Uh, yep. That's the corn kid. Yep. That's him. You got to look it up. So I just did. So I showed all my whimsical crafties like it's my corn. I'm really passionate about my whimsical crafties. And I posted that as a reel. And then I reposted that in my stories. But then I um, just took some clips of me like dancing around silly from the reels. And I told people what was really going on in my life. I'm like, you know, I, I did have fun making these whimsical crafties and here's where you can go buy them. But I just want you to know that this is all a highlight reel. My car broke down. My internet stopped working. I found out I have an evaluation next week. It was a rough day at school. Like I've had a rough day. So even though I'm dancing and singing and acting goofy, this is my highlight reel. There's more going on beneath the surface. And then in the next post, I wrote, you know, I did another silly dance, but I set it to funeral music. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, um, this is just the what we have in common as being teachers, right? We all kind of have rough days in the education world. And if you've ever been a teacher, you know that most days are pretty challenging and not every day is like sing-songy and dancey. But that's what a lot of us put out in social media. Like that's what it's all about. But it's also we have that in common that even though we're putting out positivity, we all know what we're going through. We all know that it's a really hard profession. We all have this in common and people just in general are struggling. Like everybody struggles with something, whether you're a teacher or not, we're all struggling with things. And sometimes it's just one bad day. Sometimes it's like a real struggle that you've been dealing with for a long time. So I try to take this kind of whimsical, fun post and make it a little bit deeper and say, even though you see me dancing to the corn song, and I'm being really silly. And I was like hanging Christmas ornaments on my ears and my face. And I was like spinning around in circles. I'm like, even though you see this, I had a rough day. And it's okay that I'm being silly and goofy and putting this out. Just know like you probably had a rough day too if you're a teacher as well. That's what we have in common. And, you know, let's be real with each other. And I just tried to do it kind of in a fun way. And it seriously, it took me like maybe... 30 minutes from start to finish to do that. But it was kind of my business card to the world is that one thing I want people to know about me is that I'm genuine. I'm real. I'm goofy. I'm lighthearted, but I can also talk about serious topics. And that's kind of what I'm like, what I've always put out as my brand is that I'm a teacher too. And I also like, I can relate because I go through a lot of hard myself <laughs> should i go over my quick tips now well you're disappearing into your into the, the i know world. and it's because the sun's going down and my face is disappearing i'm going to 
Um, I love that. I think I completely disappear. Okay. I'm opening up my blinds now so everyone can see me. All right. I I think what you said, the way you described yourself, that's what attracted to me, me to you seven years ago or whatever, when we met, because you were funny, you were down to earth, but you were also serious. And like, you spoke the truth. I think we're both kind of like that. And I think that's why we wanted to start this podcast is because we wanted to tell all right. And so yeah, Instagram is another business card. Same with podcasting, which I think we're going to do an episode about podcasting because that is another marketing method. But yes, tell us your tips. We're trying to make our episodes a little shorter, but man, we really like to talk, don't we? Okay. We're kind of bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here are some ideas in case you're like, I don't want to go out on my front porch and dance around in circles and hang things off my face and talk about the corn song. No whimsical teacher. I'm not going to do that. Here's some things you can do that people like to see on reels. Uh, One thing you can do is show the behind the scenes of your workplace. Show the behind the scenes of your business. People love looking at your desktop your desktop on your computer. They love seeing how you store your products. If you have products, they love seeing you make a product or do a little tweak to a product. They love seeing behind the scenes. It's really easy. You can screen record or just record yourself or people love seeing your desk and what your desk looks like because we're all like two types. We're either super neat and tidy or we're super messy. People love to see which one you are. They love to see, are you type A or are you type B? Are you really organized and neat or are you a hot mess? Either way, they're going to, if you're type A, they're going to get ideas for how to be more organized. And if you're type B, they're going to feel better about themselves and relate to you a little bit more. So that's one easy reel you can do. And if you think about all the things you can do to show your business, product creation, You can show your computer, you can show your desk, you can show your actual printed products, you can show a brainstorming on a post-it note, just brainstorming ideas, you can show journals and lists that you've made, so many cool things you can do. So that's one of my ideas. The next one is that how often do you tell your customers out in the social media world, how often do you put out exactly what your products and services are? I think a lot of times we have a little snippet in our bios. I I say something like, I help teachers find fun books and activities in these grades, right? But how often do you actually list all your products? You could actually say how many products you have and what categories, or what are your services? You know, what do you do? And just like make a list. And on on Reels, you can just kind of like make a list. And like as you're typing, you know, you can just point to each one. You know, these are things I'm known for. Ding, 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 ding. So easy. So easy. And then people, when you can define what you bring to the world, people are more likely to find you, your people. So that's one of, that's a good one. I really like that one. Uh, another thing you can do is if you have something brewing, which as entrepreneurs, I feel like we all have something brewing all the time. You can give people a sneak peek of what your big thing is, your next idea, product line, something that you've been working on, even if you're not going to release it for a while, or it's just something you're brainstorming or you're fooling around with. People love a sneak peek and they love it when you say, here's a sneak peek. 
I used to do, I used to show my dinner every night. Uh, I used to cook dinner with my husband and put it on Instagram. And I used to be like, here's a sneak peek of what I'm making. I seriously ate for free for over six months because I had so many people ordering food from this one company I would get from HelloFresh. I would get free HelloFresh boxes, a good six to nine months. And a lot of it just started with me like, hey, what am I cooking today? Here's a sneak peek of my dinner. Okay, just move. But people like to see that even with digital products, they love seeing sneak peeks. They feel like if they have an inside uh, to to viewing something that other people might not get to view right away, they have that. They're, they're thirsty for it. So you got to go after that. Um, another really fun one. Well, these are these two kind of go hand in hand, but you can give people a quick tip, a hack, or a little how-to. And even if it doesn't directly relate to your your product line, any kind of technology tip or like little organizational hack, anything that you do. I remember years ago, I remember so many of them, but one of the ones I, I watched years ago and I still do it to this day is changing the folders on my my Mac and my and and my computer, right? Like changing the little folders where you like you can change it from blue to different icons, or you could change the color of the folder and replace your folders on your Mac. Because you know how every folder on Mac is like a little light blue folder that you get. Some people don't like that, and you can change it pretty easy. And I still remember getting that tip from so many years ago. I don't remember exactly who it was that told me, but it was like 10 years ago and I still share it with other people and they get so excited. So anyway, do a little hack, do a little dance. <laughs> no, don't do a little dance. I'm just kidding. But do a little tutorial. And another thing you can do, I'm trying to give you six tips that are just really easy. You can walk away from this episode and do them right now. You can... Um, answer a question, a question that you've gotten on your product, on your Q&A on TPT, a question you've gotten on social media, maybe even a question you've seen in a Facebook group. Just answer a question. Just say, oh, I just heard this question. Type the question up here and then give your answer. Here's the here's the answer to this question. So easy. People really like that. People really I love like that. that. I save posts on Facebook all the time. You know how you can click that little, those three little dots? Yes, I do too. I have like folders saved. Yes. Yeah, like reading teacher struggles, writing teacher struggles. I'm totally going to take some of those questions and answer them on Instagram. Yeah, Thank why you. not answer them with what you would say? Instead of typing out the Facebook post and giving it away for free on someone else's page, take that do your own answer on your own page. Yeah. That's how people get, that's how people get famous for being experts on different things. I feel like I keep disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, the last tip is showcase a positive comment about one of your products or a testimonial about something that you've done. And it's easy if you're a teacher's pay teacher seller, because you could just go and take a screenshot of one of your reviews and you could just say, you know, you could say, hey, have you ever thought about getting this product? And then just show a couple of the reviews, just kind of like drag them in as pictures and just sort of point to that. You could read the review out loud. People love hearing testimonials. And I do think it's one of those, it's one of those things that sometimes we forget that we even have in our back pocket and we could be pulling them out a lot more 
So those are my, these, and these are all tips. I found this on a, on a post about faceless reels. Like if you don't really like showing your face or dancing and you're feeling kind of cranky, these are all things that you don't have to show your face. You don't have to do your makeup or your hair or have a cute outfit on. These are all things you just show on your computer, screenshots, voiceover. These are all really easy things to implement and you can do them today. Wow. Yeah. This, this has been so helpful. I don't think I've done any of those things on my Instagram. None. You should start making a list. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, this was fun. I think that, I think that's all we really needed is some quick takeaways and hearing about our own experiences on Instagram And just kind of giving people, I want people to feel empowered after listening to this. Like, yes, this is so easy. I'm going to go show my desktop at home and see what people say. I mean, you never know when it's going to click with someone or I'm going to go show this really cool little hack that I always do or what I'm working on next. So many easy little things you can show and you don't have to, you don't have to worry about your face being on camera. You can just, you know, basically take screenshots type out a little ditty, add some music, you're done. Yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. I I think that just recording my face though and just talking, like that's always been the easiest for me. For me too. But I don't know, different strokes for different folks. Don't forget we have- And you can do- YouTube channel, right? We haven't mentioned that. We have these weird outfits and we always wear weird outfits for our episodes. We didn't mention that earlier. So I just wanted to- plug that in before we go. What were you Yes, go go like and subscribe our YouTube channel. I'd love to see what you think about this podcast too. Go leave us a review and who knows, one of these episodes we're going to start reading our reviews. Yay! Okay. Bye everyone. Thanks for listening to this extremely serious episode brought to you by some truly wacky teacherpreneurs. Visit our website, wackyteacherpreneurs.com to get more support growing your business. Please leave us a five-star review. And remember, if you share this podcast with 10 other people, you'll have good luck forever. Bow, 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 bow.